Revived Thoughts is a production of Revive Studios. Hey everybody, this is a Revive Studio Update episode, kind of giving you some behind-the-scenes look about what has been going on around the studio here. Troy specifically mentioned that he wants to take an episode and just kind of share what's been on his heart lately, Troy and his family. Uh, for those of you who you know don't follow every minute detail of Revive Studios, Troy and his family recently moved to Cambodia uh, to serve as missionaries there teaching uh, in schools. And it was a, a huge thing, you know, to, to pick up your whole family and move to the jungles of Cambodia is not something that we take, you know, anyone takes lightly. So there was a lot of prayer about uh, the, the, him moving there and what that meant for Revive Studios. And there were times where we would be talking about Revive Studios and uh, debating about whether we should wind it down or, you know, whether it's played its course or not. And ultimately, you know, we decided to, to, to keep the show going and work on improving it now internationally. But Troy wanted to share, you know, kind of what was that journey like from you know, almost the, the genesis of Revive Thoughts uh, to where that's taken us as a studio and uh, throughout this move and the ways that that's affected him personally. So without further ado, uh, I'll let Troy take it over from uh, from Cambodia. This uh, is a different kind of episode than you may be used to. If you are usually, if you are just here for the sermons or just the revived conversations, I might encourage you. This is more of a personal episode from kind of uh, one of the people here at Revive Studios, from from me, Troy, uh, sharing some stuff that's been going on and just some kind of personal highlights of things from behind the scenes. So if you are purely here for sermons or you're purely here for revived conversations, and you're a newer member or a newer listener and or or something like that, and this doesn't interest you feel free to pass on by this episode this episode again is more of a story more of sharing from just the heart of what goes on at revive studios and so this episode honestly might not be for you but if you are somebody who enjoys what we do at revive studios and you do want to hear a little bit more of that personal touch i wanted to share that with you uh this week kind of tell you some things maybe maybe let you in on some things that we have kind of i don't want to say kept from you but, uh, but some things that we have not shared per se. We give off, um, we, do, we do our best at least to give off a very professional image and to, to make Revive Studios uh, seem like it's, a, it's an organization that knows everything that it's doing and always has everything together. And this has been sometimes successful. You might be listening and think, I can tell you guys are just a couple of podcasters. Um, but it's sometimes been successful, so successful, in fact, that we've actually projected images too hard. And, one, and I remember one time we were talking with a couple of different organizations and they were kind of like, well, who's your LLC and who's your you know, business contacts and who's all this stuff? And I was like, what? <laughs> They were like, you know, where's your contracts and stuff? And we're like, we don't have any of those things. And by the end of the discussion, the group I was talking to realized, you know, what they thought was a whole organization and a whole ministry wing being supported by like, you know, some big organization like Ligonier at Grace to You. And by the end of the conversation, they realized like, oh, this is just like a couple people podcasting. This is not some big business venture or church organization. Again, you might be listening and think, you think it's very obvious, but there were definitely times where people thought that we were bigger than we are because we really did want to project a professional um, 
image to you. We wanted you to trust us with the research that we've done. We wanted you to believe in what we're doing, and we wanted you to not be distracted by anything amateurish that would keep you from enjoying our shows. But in this episode, I wanted to share some things with you that were a little more on my heart. So this is a little bit more my feelings of how things have gone. Um, and I'm actually really excited to do this. So bear with us for a minute. But it, the thing that might scare you and the, the part that might have surprised you is we came very close to um, wondering if Revive Studios could survive this move to Cambodia. And that might come as a shock to you because if you've been listening, we've been talking the whole time, like, yeah, Revive Studios will be fine. And we really wanted the Revive Studios to be fine. Um, and that's the prayer we had. But maybe if I just walk you through everything it might explain why I feel that we came very close to maybe Rive Studios not making it. Um, you see, when we first felt a call to go to Cambodia, my wife and I, who she is Elise, runs Martyrs and Missionaries, if you don't know that. And at first, we, we just didn't know. We were like, can we do this and God? Would God want us to do both of these things? If, this last year when I was at seminary and stuff, I felt that Revive Studios and this podcast and my work at seminary was was nearly cutting me in half. It was very difficult to get all my homework, get all my work done, work a full-time job, raise the kids, be with my wife, and also get an episode out every single week of a pretty labor-intensive show. Uh, Joel did a great job on editing and producing on his side, but I always felt like I was letting him down a little bit by getting my sermons and scripts later than I wanted to get them to him and never having as many episodes in our back pocket as we wanted. The Lord has blessed us that with over you know an entire year of doing that, we never missed a single episode that we wanted, you know, never, we never had to skip, but it felt so narrow. And at times it was so close, that margin was very stressful. And so when we added the idea of moving to Cambodia on top of that, it was a lot. You know, we asked God in prayer and we, we felt like God was saying, do both. You can do both. We're going to do both. But everything else about our lives didn't know that. We, again, feeling that kind of feeling being split in half. We had so much going on. Um, we originally planned to move to Cambodia in October, and as we told you all, it got moved up. In the second week of July, we realized we were leaving for Cambodia in the first week of August. We didn't have the money and the funds to do it. Um, we didn't have the support. We didn't have so many things in a row. And for everything to work out, it felt like we just had to roll a dice, and it had to land six, like 50 times. And yet, we felt that God was you know, leading us to do this. And because of that, and because of people who came in and support us and the way God's body of the church works, the dice rolled six 50 times and we made it. And then we had a two week quarantine with our kids, which may sound fun to you to sit in a hotel room for two weeks and not go outside um, with your kids. That might be to you a blast, but for us, it was really, really hard. And our kids are very energetic and very, they got a lot of desire to move and do things. And it was really hard for them to be stuck inside with us. And we didn't get to sleep in the same bed because we had the one of us had to watch one kid and the other. It was a whole lot of things going on. And that was very hard. So that was another two weeks we lost that we couldn't work on Revised Studios. God... It moved through it. Honestly, I felt like we were in one of Elisa's Martyrs and Missionary stories and the way that God got us to Cambodia. It was incredible. And it felt just amazing to see God move. And I've never felt more confirmation on where I'm supposed to be because there's no way I could be here if it hadn't been for God. But the Revised Studio side of things, it was really hard because it was, again, more time that we needed to use scripts and to work on research and to put together episodes and edit sermons that we just didn't get to do. And there were so many other things about it that was difficult. It just, there were their questions like, is God still wanting us to do this? Uh, we, you know, we had trouble getting speakers on our show for the first time in two years. We were really struggling to get people to read sermons for us or to stick with them uh, and just 
having more trouble than we've had in a long time. We've had tons of people come through our show. We've had people read one sermon. We've had people read five sermons for us, and we love all of them. We appreciate every single speaker we've ever had. You you have no idea. You literally, when we say you make this show happen, a lot of times you'll listen to a show and they'll be like, you make this happen, listener. You literally make this happen. Every single episode came because one of you volunteered to help us make this show. So you, you are literally the ones who make this show. Uh, but for the first time in two years, we really had a hard time getting speakers in the door. And that was surprising to us, either the one-off speakers or even some of our other speakers. And all for great reasons. We're not mad about it. But, you know, going back to that question, is God wanting us to do this? You know, there was another sign. It's like, wow, we're not getting, there was, you know, we're not getting speakers in the door like we used to. Um, uh, you know, we had some other things. And I'm only saying these things not to make you think, oh my gosh, the people running Revive Studios are these unstable, you know, people who don't know what they're doing. I'm just telling you to clear the air. Maybe you've heard about some of the stuff and wondered what happened, but there was a show we wanted to launch and we realized we just didn't have time, even though we'd even spent some time recording it. Um, and we had talked about website stuff. I spent a lot of time working on that, but I'm not a website designer and it was very difficult and uh, it didn't come across. I, our website looks nice online, but we have some, you know, we, I'll get to that in a minute. And the merch store, there were things that we had promised you guys. We had really looked forward. We really thought they were on the way and they didn't. And if that comes across as unprofessional or unstable or makes us seem like we don't know what we're doing and a little bit of truth, we, we are, you know, podcasters. We are people who enjoy making episodes, but there is a little bit where it's like, wow, we got overwhelmed and we got in and over our heads and doing all that while moving to Cambodia during COVID, all the hoops and things we had to jump through. It was a whole lot and it really did get to us. And it was just, um, you know, if and it, it, I remember Elisa's packing while working on a Mars missionary script, while also we, her and I were teaching classes online at the time, at the end of, because the entire time we were packing to go to Cambodia, we were also teaching at night from eight to midnight. It, it was incredibly stressful and crazy. And I remember we were just like, I don't know if we can do this. Like, I just don't know if this is going to work out. This is really, really hard. And in the middle of that, too, we also changed the network we were with. We're hosting with someone different than we were before, um, and we're doing things more on our own than we were before, and that can be hard as well. And there was just things on the ad side that have changed, too, more of us doing it on our own. If, again, the idea is that you, you may think we sound unstable or something, that's not the goal, but the goal is just showing you how much stuff has been going on this summer that made this show and made the studio and made us ask the question while we're telling you, you know, while we're trying to say, like, we really think God wants us to do this and telling you we think this is going to be okay. And behind the scenes, there were some times where I was just like, I don't know. I really don't. And we also got some pushback, received criticism. I tried to let stuff online get to me, but we received more of it than we have in a while. And there was, there was just a lot of stuff going on that was negative. And I would be lying if I said I never had doubts what Revive Studios was going to make it. That's kind of what I'm trying to tell you is there was a little bit of us wondering, could we do this all? Um, could we manage all of this overseas while we're in uh, Cambodia? At the same, and, and there was also just this question, have we gone as far as God wanted us to go? God allowed us to bring well over 100 sermons back to life, to tell over 100 different stories, to tell 20 missionary and martyr stories um, on Elisa's show, to bring back old revival radio preachers to people's minds. I mean, if you've listened to our show, Revived Radio, you have actually heard the voice of C.S. Lewis and Jim Elliott. I mean, what an incredible blessing to be able to interact with those voices and people from the past again. Um, God has allowed us to, you know, reach thousands of people every single month, including 300,000 downloads across two years. That's so much more than so many other podcasts can say they've done. That's not like a look at what we've done. That's like, what a blessing. Maybe that was what God wanted us to finish. And we've received over 200 five-star reviews. And people have been incredibly encouraging and supportive of us. And we never had to lose a dollar. God has always provided through you. 
people for the first time in their lives maybe listen to a sermon from Gregory of Nyssa, Gregory of Nazianzus, Origen, Chrysostom. You know, they heard the stories of Boniface, Hudson Taylor, Calvin, A.B. Simpson, Theodore Kyler, Spurgeon, Moody. So many people you've had the opportunity to be maybe introduced to or get to know better because of our show. And you heard amazing missionary tales from Elisa's show, Gladys Aylwards, and then sad stories too, like Felix Carey. I, just so much we've been able to do. If you started Revive Divas tomorrow and listen to one episode every day, you'd have enough to get through in a year before you needed to repeat any episodes. Asking that question of what the project we had gotten to start two years ago, if maybe God was over and God had done what he needed to do with it, it was a real question because we feel like we've been able to do um, just so much. And, and not to mention, we have been able to, we've been partners with Serve Now for a while. We've been able to give money to an organization that gives bikes to pastors who ride them and, and are able to spread the gospel. It's really cool. And we've been able to do that too. And again, this is not us bragging on like, what a great organization we are. It's more just been like, you know, asking that question, was this all God wants to do? Because if it was, that would have been enough. That's a lot of things that God has blessed us with. I feel incredibly honored to have been a part of something like that. But it, but through prayer and just receiving kind of encouragement from God, we really felt like we were supposed to press on. And so even though we didn't know maybe every day how all the pieces would line up and how all the episodes would come together, we just kind of pressed on, just doing our best week to week. Um, we started Revive Conversations, and people have been telling us those have been really encouraging. You've been saying like how that has asked questions and looked at things in a different way for you. And I really, we just, and another thing that changed is I really asked God a prayer that I kind of learned from George Mueller of just surrendering the whole thing to God and just giving it over to him and saying like, you know what? This is too much for me. God, like I can't run all of Revive Studios on my own. I need you. I need God to do this. And I, I really need help. Not just, you know, asking God for funds, asking God for him to send us people. That was the real prayer that I think has changed everything because running Devo's, Revivals, Church History Trivia Night, the Deep Dives, the Extra Shows, all these things, editing all these sermons by myself has been just on top of everything in my life has been a bit of a stretch. I just was like, I can't do this. And since I prayed that prayer and really made that the prayer of the studio was God, send us people, God, send us help, God, send us wisdom, God, this is yours, really surrendering and saying like, God, this is your studio, use it, I can't do it on my own. I really think that things have changed and things have been moving in a new direction. We've received help on the website like you wouldn't believe. Somebody stepped in in August and has just been putting things together for us and making it so much easier and taking that load off my shoulders. And uh, we have other things going on. I wish I could tell you. Some of the other things going on, but Joel said it's way too early to announce some of these things. We have other things going on. Just know that they're happening, and it's really exciting. And this prayer and this just giving it over to God, I feel for the first time in a long time, not stressed by Revive Studios, but actually excited for the future. And and the point of this episode, maybe um, if you're wondering, like, what are, what are we saying here? You want me to get excited? Is this raw, raw time? No, it's not. Like, this is not a goal. It's not for you to walk away going, yeah, raw. But I just wanted to share with you how God has really been good and answering the prayer and helping us um, in real, real sincere ways. For the first time in a long time, um, just some really cool stuff has been happening. People have been reaching out to us to help us and us not having to reach out to them. We've been receiving new speakers and some just really cool stuff. I, stuff I would have never thought of is coming down the pipe. And it's like, yes, okay, that's, I, that's definitely God because there's no way I would have put that together. That has to be coming from somebody outside of me. And it's just been really cool to see. Um, it will say this, if you are interested in joining us on this mission, if you want to join Revive Studios and help us, uh, if you're hearing this and you're like, this is something I would like to do, I didn't know if you guys needed help or something like that, yeah, reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, me, we email, whatever, wherever you find us, you know, come reach out to us. Um, we always are in need of more hands on what we're doing. We always, uh, Joel and Lisa and I have, have done a lot, but we really could use, and then Nathaniel too with Revive Devos, amazing speaker. He's He is 
an, a champion in the show, you know, in the studio. You don't know his face. You probably not really heard much from him, but he has been consistent and amazing over there what he's doing our Revive Devos. Um, but this is this, you know, if you're looking to get rich, if you're thinking I'm going to join in and get rich with you guys, probably not going to happen because none of us have made any money. So that's not really what we're doing. But uh, but if God is leading you to join us or help us out, please maybe answer that. And um, we could really use more people volunteering to speak sermons for Revive Thoughts. We could use some editors to jump in and help us with reviving editing shows. Um, there's so many areas. If you have skills that maybe you think you could join, we, w- we would love to see what you have and help us out. Because uh, as I said at the top, there's no organization there's no big charity. There's no big church. This is not some college or university putting this together. You're listening to the whole team. It's me, Joel, Elise, and Nathaniel, and that's it. And we, we do this with the time that we have to spare. And if you've been convinced otherwise, that's awesome. But this is what we're doing. So if you want to jump in, we would be really appreciative. I will say, though, even though the goal of this episode is not to be like, rah, rah, let me get you excited with some fake energy or something like that, I am excited about the future of Revive Studios. That's what made this episode exciting for me to tell you is because even though I want to tell you how like rough things got, and for the first time in a really long time, for the past couple of weeks, I've been seeing like, the light at the end of the tunnel. I've been seeing things happening that's been really cool. And, and one of the coolest things is the sermons that we have gotten to work on lately at Revive Thoughts have been some of the best sermons I feel like I've ever gotten to work on. This Oswald Chambers episode that we have coming up um, that, that will be coming out probably very soon for you, it is amazing. We have an episode on Cotton Mather, absolutely fantastic. We have an episode coming out on Samson Occam. You probably don't know who he is. You've probably never heard of him. He may, this may be the best sermon we've ever worked on. And that includes for some of you who've listened for a long time. That inc- I'm including Spurgeon and Moody and Bonhoeffer and some of those guys. When I say that, when I say that, I think this is the best sermon I've ever worked on. This one by Samson Malcolm. When you see that in your download feed, press that button as fast as you can. There's, I don't think I've ever heard another sermon like it in my life. It's incredible. Some of the best Revive Thoughts messages are on their way, are being worked on right now, and will be coming out soon. I cannot wait for you to hear them. And as for you as an audience, you have grown. August was one of our best downloads ever, even though we didn't have Revive Devos going. And uh, September is looking like it's going to be August. You guys have never been more active on our Facebook and Twitter pages. You guys as a social media group have really been helping us. And you guys are back and joining us on Patreon. Like you've been sending us messages and encouraging us and back again. I really am excited about the future. I really am seeing a vision for what you what is happening here at Vice Studios. And, and for the first time, I, I'm feeling not completely overwhelmed by it all. It's been really exciting. I can't wait to bring you some more content, more trivia nights, more sermons, more videos, more, and maybe even books and Bible studies and some curriculum stuff, some stuff we've been dreaming about since the beginning that are starting to actually become real possibilities because we're starting to make connections with the people who can help us make them happen. Uh, but most importantly, what we at Revive Studios can't wait to bring you are more stories. Jonathan Edwards has a quote that he has become kind of the life of the studio, at least for me. It's on the front page of our website. It, it comes up a lot, but he put it at the beginning of his most sold work. You know, if you've heard of Jonathan Edwards, you know Sinners in the Hands of Angrod. You've listened to some of his sermons, maybe on our show, um, but you probably think of him as a theologian, theological treatises, these big tomes and books. But his most sold book was not one of those. It wasn't his brain that got him sold the most, in a sense. It was his heart. It was the diary of David Brainerd, that book which inspired literally so many missionaries, it's impossible to list them all, who then went and inspired the greatest century of missions, the 1800s and early 1900s ever. And the people that inspired that, they all read that book and were moved by it. So in some ways, the book, the thing that Jonathan Edwards did that had the longest lasting impact was this book about David Brainerd. That was a missionary he had met who had tuberculosis and in fact got that tuberculosis and gave it to his daughter, and his daughter died of it. So this guy took his daughter away from him in a sense, 
Yet despite all that, he saw in this sick and dying missionary in this man's journal a, a story of a man who gave everything to bring the gospel to others. And at the very beginning of that book, and if you haven't heard that story, go to Mars Missionaries, David Brainerd, right there. But if you haven't heard that story and you haven't read that book, the beginning quote starts with this. There are two ways of representing and recommending true religion and virtue to the world. The one is by doctrine and precept. The other is by instance and example. Revised Studios, you know, we, we love doctrine and precept, but we really think that we kind of specialize in instance and example, that our shows will give you stories and knowledge of the past and the people and what they are doing in the past so that you can grow in your faith and grow closer to God. That's kind of what we want to do with all of our shows and all of that, what we're trying to do here is about that, shining that light on the instances and examples to recommend true religion, to recommend your faithful walk with God to you. Pray specifically for us. Um, pray for the things that God is doing. Pray that he brings us the people we need. Pray that he brings us the resources we need. Pray that we are wise in how we use them and that we have the time to do it well. And pray for us, that each of us, Joel, Elise, myself, and Nathaniel, that we can follow God with our hearts and be open to what he's doing. Um, and pray for this studio. Pray that we are able to reach more people and continue to shine a light on the dark past days of church history so that more can see the great things God has done in the past and be encouraged to that true religion by these instances and examples. Mm -hmm.